feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. Then it's the day before Thanksgiving. Whoa! The Super Bowl it's... drunk driving, as they say. <laughs> you know, I see that everywhere, what? every year. It's fucked up. It's very bad. Wow! Yeah, it's very bad. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that before in my life. Mm. Kind of, it's kind of funny, but I see, I see, a, I see a lot of a lot of uh, Gen Z humor around drunk driving. It's very interesting. <laughs> Like, like two on the nose, like maybe they're doing it a little bit too much. Yeah, too like like people will unironically drunk drive more because they think it's like part of the joke. Oh, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Like I see a lot of video. acting, but with the joke. Yeah, exactly. It's like really committing to the bit. A lethal, you know, like one of the top causes of death. Yeah, in the United States. Right. Like I can see, like there's like a bunch of, uh, like I've seen like comments on videos or stuff or like if someone like just drinks an ungodly amount of alcohol like all the comments say like get this man his keys <laughs> and i can see like some like drunk 19 oh. year old like saying that to like his buddy that just killed a fifth of vodka and like mm. actually doing it and then his buddy actually mm. going out and driving yeah i can see that happening yeah kids don't drink and drive yeah. Anyway, um, getting back to happier things, uh, Ben, it's the, it's the start of the holiday season. Uh, I think Thanksgiving really starts kicking it off. Um, and you know that I'm a Thanksgiving. Um, I don't think apologist is the right word, but I'm someone that really enjoys Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You um, sure do. And I, and I like giving it its day, you know, but sure. because this podcast comes out a, a few days or a day after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I figured we'd get the, our listenership in, in the holiday spirit, in the, the holiday mood um, okay. with some Christmas songs. <laughs> so, so you're making me sit through Christmas music before Thanksgiving. Yes, but I think you'll like it. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, to get us in the holiday spirit, our good friend, you know, Miles. On the first day of Christmas, my hairline came to me. Where the fuck was you at, bro? Uh, Dante cut you off and you had left me. Damn, that nigga so bald. On the second day of Christmas, I bit a fucking tree. Oh, what the, oh my God. On the third day of Christmas, I ate an alligator. Oh, damn. Oh, this alligator tastes good. Oh, my God. On the second day of Christmas, I ate a fucking goose. On the eighth day of Christmas, I ate eight eight days of Christmas. It ain't eight days of Christmas. What are you talking about? That's the end of the video says, not. Bro, I need to I'm not gonna lie to you. I remember to eat an alligator on the third day of Christmas this year. I always, I forget. I always forget. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I've never heard the full song before then, so that was a, as much of a surprise to me as it was to you. <laughs> um, wow. So I hope that got you all in the holiday spirit. That's the only mention of the holidays we're gonna have for the rest of this episode. But you know, we just wanted to bring that out there for you. Yeah, thank you, you know, Miles, for always producing the best hits quality content. Man. Yep. Uh, okay, so like on the entirely opposite end of the spectrum of humanity i i witnessed a a dad middle-aged dad white dad at uh a mexican food restaurant and um 
You know, he was just doing dad things, of course. So we get in there, we sit down for a meal, and whatever, 10 minutes in, I hear he's like at my nine or like my my seven o'clock. So I hear, hey, I see him flag down a wait a waiter, and uh, he says, Excuse me, can I make a suggestion? Oh, no. And immediately I'm like, oh no. Oh no. Come on, man. And he goes, when I was a boy, I grew oh, up no. in Mexico City, and my mom would make these great enchiladas. And whenever I ate my enchiladas, she would give me a foot massage. Can, can you no. guys do that here? Stop that. Stop that right he, now. He laughs. He's kidding. And the server, like, fake laughs. It was a very good fake laugh. I almost thought maybe he did actually laugh. And, um, and that was that. I, w- I wish I were making any part of that. I really like if that server has a podcast, he is also talking about this right now. <laughs> Dude, like Tim Robinson couldn't make up that sketch. That's, that's like the most out of pocket. That's probably the most out of pocket thing that you could possibly say to a server. It's like slightly demeaning, but like passed off as a joke. Like, 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 like what do you think? What do you think he wanted the result to be? What did he think was going to happen there? I think it's a win-win for him. You know, he either gets a fake laugh, which he probably definitely thinks is a real laugh, or he gets a foot massage. What was the son's reaction? Oh, I don't, I don't know if he had, had a son. It was just a oh, wife. He was just by himself. No, no, he had a wife. wife what, was did silent. she not wife instantly collapse into a black no, hole of embarrassment? No words from the wife. Holy smokes! I was she was face to facing away from me. I could only see his face, so but I imagine it's a look of shock and horror. <laughs> or she just doesn't feel a thing. Her doctors prescribed her a Xanax a day to keep her <laughs> just steady. She's on a, a perk two or, or yeah. three. She <laughs> she's closer to Juice World than we are to that <laughs> guy. That's crazy. Wow, that's, that's that. That's unfortunate. I hope I hope that guy tipped. So he left. You know, he left twelve percent. You know, he left twelve percent. <laughs> he left a note on the receipt. Would have tipped more if I got a foot massage. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Oh man, he went. He, he went. Oh, he's telling his buddies at work. Man, I, I I told the foot massage story to the guy at the Mexican restaurant, and he didn't laugh. He didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, brother. Good for him. He's happier than we will ever be. Yep. So that's that. That's a great story. Um, Wow. So uh, on my end of the the deal, uh, so I I recently took a trip to Austin, Texas. First time in Austin. Not my first time in Texas. Uh, Spectacular city. Was Um, it weird? Okay. It was, there were some weird people in there. Kind of freaky. Yeah. A little, little freaky every now and then. Um, and my, the purpose of my visit was one work and two, I extended my stay to stay with a buddy, but let's first, this is of course the standing desk podcast. Let's, let's talk about work. Yeah. Um, so the purpose was for me to visit some partners and a few prospects that we were targeting and, you know, Linking and building. Them. Yeah. Uh, we were uh, synergizing, uh, networking, uh, doing face-to-face Tying things off, Tying yeah. things off. Yeah, doing, doing business the old-fashioned way, not like these kids these days over Zoom and Teams and right. WebEx and Google right. Meets. No, this is this is real hard shaking hands, shaking babies, kissing hands. You know, That's right. so That's we're right. we're doing it all. Um, and the meeting I thought probably went the best 
I mean, I, I was over the moon because I've never done this before. So I was like shaking hands again. We brought them food. This lady was super ecstatic to meet us. I mean, we were jazzed. I'm like, I'm doing business. I'm doing it right. This is, mm-hmm. we're, we're making money out here. And like, <laughs> and then the next day we set up a call with these people. After we just had like the greatest on-site meeting, we, we shook their hands. We met their dogs. It was great. <laughs> and one of the ladies gets on. She's like, hey, like, hey, how's it going? She's like, well, the other girl quit about an hour ago. Oh, like, excuse me. Okay. This lady that was giving me merch that was so excited to see us that was saying how excited she, she was quit. Her. That was the one she, she quit. It was you, man. I think it was me. It was, it was me. You were the straw that broke that young woman's back. It, apparently. So this, and this is a theory that I've been discussing with some of my coworkers. And this kind of leads me into a secondary segment here that we didn't anticipate initially. When you leave a zoom call what do you do uh what what actions do you do do you say something do you give them a wave yeah it's usually like thanks everyone and so you don't depending like- on the call sometimes i'll do <laughs> sometimes no you do not chuck up the I'll deuces you do not chuck up the deuces <laughs> i've popped out the deuces bro oh. i'm blood you know <laughs> Hey, yo, see you, everybody. Just on, <laughs> on the gang. Oh, that's all. That's all Nipsey, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, usually thanks, everyone. Sometimes just like a, a wave and like a shoulder shrug, you know, tossing the shoulder. You're doing a little oblique bend. As <laughs> yeah, really. Pilates get... before I leave the yeah. call. So, yeah, it's usually like a, some sort of hand gesture. And they're like, thanks, everyone. So just any hand gesture it could be the bird it could yeah be it could anything. be anything yeah what you, so my coworkers and i were discussing if it's cringy or not to to do the little like to so if to do like a little wave before you're leaving a call i think there's Don't two levels wait. To it. doing the actual like wave is tough like wait motioning the hand back and forth is terrible but Less i think holding up the hand chucking up a deuce that's fun dude see ya it shows that it's me, bro. I'm real as hell. <laughs> this is organic Benjamin. That's right. In the flesh. Okay. So, okay. So what were they? Is saying? it cringy to? So okay. So I mean, they were saying that if, if they just feel silly, if like you're not speaking and it's like a large meeting and like when everyone's mm. leaving, like just waving and then <laughs> signing and then like leaving. If it's a large meeting. Yeah, I feel that I've been in that situation and I think I have waved before. <laughs> Yeah, and now I can't not think about it every time I leave a meeting. Like, my hand reflexively goes up to wave, and I'm, like, just pushing it, pushing it back down. I mean, yeah. It's not like anyone's keeping track. Like, if you don't wave, you're not going to get your bonus at the end of the year. (laughs) You didn't wave in that one all-hands meeting in August. Your uh, firm-wide culture contributions are pretty pretty lacking, Ben. You haven't waved a single time this month in the (laughs) all-hands. Morale has yeah. been down by 0.0001% by our models because of your lack of that hand wave. Yeah. So. All, all hands, more more like no hands from you, Benjamin. That's right. All right. Uh, you're not getting your Christmas bonuses here. <laughs> Sorry. You're um, okay. So what does this have to do with the, the woman that got fired? Or that well, quit? So, the, so the, the, the theory was that because I waved as we were, I was, I was exiting the, the room that that was her reason enough to cringe so hard she quit. You left the room and waved? Well, I mean, when I was like walking out, I was, see ya. 
Oh, okay, that's fine. I'm <laughs> I'm imagining you like in the door frame and you're leaving the conference room and you're just like, bye. <laughs> That'd be so tough. Can you? <laughs> I close the door and it's glass, but I'm like still waving through it. <laughs> See you guys. That was really fun. Let's do it again. You just put a, put up a piece of paper. Bye. Bye. Or not it. Oh, and then another one that says, how about a foot massage? <laughs> oh, yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah she probably so. quit because no one offered her a foot massage. Yeah, that's that's true. She she was stressed, apparently. Wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, so that's that's the first. Uh, so I, I'm never allowed to do an on-site visit again to a customer uh, or, or prospect. Uh, the, the second most exciting thing that happened in Denver, or Denver, hello, uh, Austin. Uh, was <laughs> I was pretty convinced I was going to get a DUI and I wasn't the person driving a car. Um, so, so me, uh, me and my buddies uh, were going out to an event uh, and we're going to do the responsible things. Like, we're okay, there's going to be alcohol there. Let's, let's take a Lyft or an, an Uber, right? Mm-hmm. Call the Lyft up. Lady pulls up. We're like, all right, great. Let's party. I mean, it was, she was four minutes away. It was perfect. Uh, we were excited. So we get in there and she's like, Hey guys, how you doing? We're like, Oh, good. Good. She's like, Oh, where are you guys going tonight? We're like, Oh, we're just going to this like, event. And she's like, Oh, very cool. And then I, I start kind of taking in the atmosphere of the vehicle. Smell a little skunky. <laughs> Smell a little off. A loud? A little yeah, loud the, vol- the volume was raised in there a little bit, if you will. Uh-huh. I'm sitting there like, I mean, maybe she's like, you know, just kind of a casual smoker, you know, maybe she has an ounce in the trunk. I don't know. Um, but, you know, she's out driving, you know, whatever. And she's like, no, you guys are going to go out. You're going to have some drinks. Yeah. Well, I, I won't make you smoke weed with me. And I was like, wait, what are you? Did you smoke before you got, you started lift driving? The joint is just like still lit. It's just like on the just- way coffee is that why there's so much jamaican music playing in the car <laughs> damn was like, she how's her driving <clears throat> i think it was fine i mean we didn't go very far but i was like dude what like there's like two layers to this there's one that's like um if it was legal there that's one thing yeah i kind of it was kind still illegal. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still illegal yeah. to drive with it. But little so, somehow it seems yeah. like high math to Yeah. Exactly. But recreational marijuana, not legal in the state of Texas. Not a thing. Um so one, she was just breaking the law unless she <clears throat> had a medical license, which is Yeah, I mean you don't know. You don't That's know. True. I don't I don't know her struggle, but two, what made her think, yeah, I'm gonna smoke weed on a job in which i literally get live performance evaluations where every 10 minutes someone is assessing how i did as a driver and this goes back up to a company that can terminate my employment instantly maybe she's a maniac when she's not high when she's sober she's the most insufferable angry emotionally volatile person and her score would actually be worse sober She's like, it's like the reverse Hulk. Yeah. You don't want to see me when I'm sober. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, there's like, definitely was, like a, an edible play that that I think might fit her lifestyle a little bit better. Was the smell? I think people would be less suspecting if they didn't yeah. smell the loud pack. <laughs> and maybe also she shouldn't talk Zazel. about it. That's yeah, also- not just like openly say, "Hey, you guys want to smoke weed with me as I drive you places?" Maybe she thought that you weren't a narc <laughs> and that you'd rate her highly. She, yeah, she so got it wrong. But, you know, yeah. I didn't submit her rating, so I don't know what we ended okay. up giving her. Um, like, you, what would have happened if she got pulled over? Yeah. Do the cops just like let you all go or are you like witness to a crime? <laughs> yeah. Like that would like you say, hey, can you guys drive her? No. That's why we took the car. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. None of us. So we didn't know she was not sober. We're not accomplices, are we? Yeah. You're an accessory. And I'm an accessory to Zaza driving. <laughs> exactly. That's a felony. <laughs> wow. Honestly, good for her. She's living her best life. Just complete safe. I don't, I don't know if Lyft driving while high is her best life. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe. Not. I don't know if that's considered peak anything. She could be putting people in harm. I don't know. I've never truly never driven high yeah i don't know if it would be bad i don't know i don't know i i get I this feel man like an edible senses, and his keys baby i feel like your reaction time is a lot slower <laughs> yeah you might be sitting at a green light for a little while before you <laughs> start but i feel like you're not you're not gonna do anything reckless yeah you're not going on the autobahn high like that's yeah. not, that's not going to do anybody any favors. Like, <laughs> you're going just going 65, 65 on the autobahn. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They got like a Porsche GT3 behind you, like just revving its engine, trying to go a buck eighty, and you're just <laughs> every little thing is going to be all right. <laughs> Welcome back to Cooler Talk. Uh, you know the drill. We try two drinks, give them a live review on the pod. Uh, Dan, what do you have for us this week? Uh, today we're going a little, getting a little crazy because it is the Super Bowl for drunk driving. So don't worry, I'm not going to drive. I uh, no, I almost made a car joke. Um, today we're drinking a cocktail. Uh, it's called. It's from Crook and Marker. It's an organic brewed cocktail with zero sugar. Uh, today we're drinking a strawberry hibiscus margarita. The flavor oh, is made with tequila. So don't you worry about that. Yeah, no added sugar. No protein either, though. Kind of whack. Uh, <laughs> um, zero sugar, infinite flavor. Um, our margaritas contain real lime juice and feel-good flavor made with organic blue agave tequila. We blend this with our, our, our organic alcohol that's carefully brewed with the finest ingredients, including quinoa, amaranth, millet, and cassava root. It's a modern twist on ancient grains. You'd imagine boba, but instead of tapioca, it's quinoa. Ugh. Mmm. Or Brussels Yum. sprouts. I prefer them. Depends how big the Brussels sprouts yeah. are. Anyway. Um, all right. Crooked Maker Margarita. So this is not sparkling? No, it is flat. That's good. I've never uh, heard of a no sugar um mixed cocktail before yeah they i always have a, some sugar i think there's a reason for that oh is it tough um is it strong oh man i don't 
I, I can't tell if it's just strong or the taste just ain't there. Okay. I don't, ah, no, this ain't it. No. This is like a three and a half. This is pretty rough. Damn. Like it's, um, yeah, I don't know. Where'd you Something get it? It was just in the fridge. I'm not going to lie to you. And I saw it earlier this week and I was like, that's just, the one. Just appeared there. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't Damn. have any of the. Imagine an unsweet strawberry. Wow, that's really bad. Yeah, kind of rough. Well, what's it called? So people know not to get it. Uh, it's the Crook and Marker Strawberry Hibiscus Margarita with zero <laughs> sugar and infinite flavor. <laughs> Infinitely zero flavor. Yeah. Infinitely whack. <clears throat> All right, I have. Something healthy because I'm a responsible boy. Uh, it's a hint, which I think we've had on the pod before. I don't think we've had this flavor. It's crisp apple. So this is water infused with crisp apple essence. Don't know how, though, because there is zero, zero sugar, zero added sugar, and uh, it contains no juice. So I really don't know what is in this. <laughs> a hint of apple, apparently. Purified Ingredients, purified water, and natural flavors. What does that mean? No, natural that's, flavors? That's just liquid buzz words. Did they just like put a bunch of apples in Near a, the ga- a jug of water? A keg of water? Maybe. It smells really sweet. <laughs> that is very concerning. Wow. You know those popsicles? Not popsicles. Oh yeah, popsicle those popsicle sticks that yeah. you get at the doctor's office. Yep, that are like flavor. It tastes exactly like that. One of those, exactly like that. That's kind of freaky. Just like that little of a of a of a taste of apple, just, just a hint, if you will. Yeah, it's all right. It like kind of hits an after an aftertaste. I, I'm here for it. Would you qualify it as refreshing? I think it's decently refreshing. It's just like if you want a water, but you want it a little, little spicier. You want to mix it up a little bit. All right. Uh, I'll give it a six eight. All right, six eight. Shut up. Six eight. Double, double the score almost of mine. So. <laughs> All right, we'll be back for my top five. This is top five where. Uh, one of us gives our top five in an unknown category, then the other person tries to guess it, and we reveal it at the end. Dan, you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. <clears throat> Pumpkin pie. Oh, no. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Watching NFL football. The Thanksgiving feast. The dinner itself. And taking a Thanksgiving nap. Um, pumpkin pie, Macy's parade, the dinner itself, watching NFL football, and a nap. Top five Thanksgiving activities that would be better or more exciting with a grizzly bear. That's true. Kind of. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, these are my very simple top five most overrated Thanksgiving traditions. Oh. Criminally overrated. I'll go through them. Please. Thanksgiving. 
by the time you're hearing this was yesterday. Maybe you participated in these. Pumpkin pie, that's easiest. Just whack. I'm just, <laughs> I, I know what it is about pumpkin pie. All right, please. It has terrible texture. The worst texture of any dessert ever. And the most mid-taste that doesn't overcome the texture. Wow. So that's my thing with pumpkin pie. Macy's right. Thanksgiving Day Parade. What are we doing, man? We're watching inflatables drive down a street at two miles per hour. And then people lip syncing. On TV? And pe- people you've never heard of, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, why are we doing this? Like, I get going to the parade in person more to an extent. Watching on TV is the saddest thing you can do with your time. These, the worst you can do literally anything else is a better use of your time. Anything else. The floats are kind of cool. Bro, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Watching NFL football. Okay. Listen, no matter what, unless your family loves football, you're not going to catch a full game. You're going to catch like two plays of a game while it's on in the background. And you're doing other stuff, either helping out or eating or, uh, you know, talking to talking to people, making small talk. But even if you did watch all the games, it's always historically either mid or trash teams every year. You got to watch like the Washington Commanders, the Cowboys. The Lions are miraculously good this year, but usually they're the worst team in football. (laughs) They're always in it. And yeah, it's, it's never good. They're never good games. This is so, true. It's my third one. The feast itself, man, maybe this is the hottest take. So here's the thing. The chef, no matter who it is, could be your mom, could be your grandma, could be a patriarchal figure. Uh, they're always stressed out the entire day until, the, until the, the dinner is on the table. And then, and, and me, I'm stressed out because they're stressed out. And then you're done after eating it after like five or 10 minutes. And it's all, all that work is just done after 10 minutes. You got a million dishes to do. A million dishes. Never ending dishes. Multiple dishwasher cycles. And you got to pretend to like some bullshit like cranberry sauce. You don't <laughs> upset the chef. There's nothing good about it. This might be your worst take of all time. No, it's the best. And uh, last one, Thanksgiving nap. Obviously, you mess up your circadian rhythm. Why would you ever? <laughs> okay, that's probably your most valid take out of all. <laughs> I couldn't disagree with you more on the Thanksgiving feast itself. Which one is your least favorite take? The Thanksgiving feast one, hands down. Yeah, have you ever had to do dishes after Thanksgiving? Sure. All the dishes? Not all of them. Well, that's... Yeah. Back there it is. That shit sucks. It is. It, you feel like you're gonna do dishes the rest of your life. <laughs> then why don't you just say the dishes? Because all the other options, the other reasons are very valid. <laughs> no, they're not. That's some of the best eating I get all year. It is good. It is good food. But like, for is it worth all of that preparation and stress and time and? I would say no. Your kids are going to love you. (laughs) All right, kids. Uncle Stouffer is catering this Thanksgiving again. (laughs) I I don't know, man. My kids aren't getting a dinner. (laughs) 
They're gonna get chicken. They're and gonna pasta. make me a dinner. You get chicken and pasta like every other night. <laughs> oh man, Dad, I don't want chicken and pasta. We're having turkey and pasta. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> turkey sandwiches for everybody. I do like the food. I will say, obviously, no doubt, food is dank. It's just I don't think it's worth all the effort. Yeah. yeah okay. Nice, nice save. <laughs> That's that. Um. You wanted to talk about something. I, I I do. And this is one of probably the weirdest things that's um, ever come across my life. <laughs> um, so I don't know how to describe this. Ben, there's, there's a lot of struggle and, and strife in this world, right? Um, yep. We've seen some true cultural wars, uh, the Israel-Palestine conflict, the, the riots in America during uh, the, the post-COVID era, um, the civil rights movement. Uh, there were protests, like actually, so. My apologies. Um, the, the peaceful protests, um, the civil rights movement, uh, apartheid in South Africa. <laughs> Where is this going, man? We, You're we've really seen, making me nervous. We, we've seen a lot of, a lot of, uh, oppression in this world um, and Ben recently something has come to light that I can't ignore anymore that was brought before me um, by a cultural and figurehead if you will um, so Ben I, I I need to I'm going to let Queen Latifah talk for me Milk most Americans have tried it at least once some people drink it every day but recently Dairy deniers all over America are subjecting them to milk shaming. So, so far, do you think this is satire or not? I, I think so. Okay, yeah, I, that, that was my thinking too. Yeah, so far, this is satire for sure. This is like an SNL skit. Just listen to these stories. I'm on a first date. Everything's going good. I asked the waiter for some milk to go with my chocolate lava cake. <laughs> <laughs> what a nerd! And then the day was over. <laughs> and my date just left. Yup. Yeah. And yep. when the milk finally came to the table, she came back and threw it in my face. That's not the first time somebody splashed milk in my face. It happens more often than you think. <laughs> okay, so th this still feels very much, I mean, this looks like satire. This this is playing like satire. So, so <clears throat> for the listeners at home, this guy is giving this testimony and the interviewer, the person behind the camera just splashed milk in, in his face. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that was faster than expected. Okay, the date was still worse. Poor guy. He'll be fine though, he's cute enough. But it just goes to show, nobody is safe from milk shaming. Even in their own homes. So my daughter came back from college and says she doesn't drink dairy anymore. I said fine. <laughs> I kept drinking milk the way I always have. And the numbers that you're showing me. I love that she just has like a coffee mug and it's just, it's got to just have milk in it, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just got to be 2% oh, milk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they definitely reflect something that but now she's wearing a cowbell around the house to make a point. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I thought I heard something. Anyway, the numbers that you were showing me, it's so loud. I can't work. I can't sleep. Oh, <laughs> this is her now. feel bad for that mom because my child would know better i so i still feel like it's satire, up it's satire. To this point. yeah 
Right. Let's hear from another mother on the edge. It was my turn to bring the snacks for my kids' baseball game. Chocolate milk? Who doesn't love a little chocolate milk, right? Apparently the moms. No, thank you. You can keep all Thank you. And the coach. Now my son is playing second outfield, which is a parking lot behind a fence. I've been trying to keep his spirits up. Look what's coming your way. Hey, look, bud. Look what the, your boss coming your way. How about that, huh? But it's tough. Wow. I was running for city council until the local paper printed a picture of me for my college yearbook chugging milk at a frat party. <laughs> milk, baby! Woo! <laughs> Again, this really feels like satire to me. It really does. It was a different time. Anyway, I'm not in politics anymore. These days I spend most of my nights drag racing teenagers up at the bluffs. <laughs> and, and, that's a weird inclusion. I just I just want to throw that out there. That's, that's good. That's a, it's just, is he joking? Uh, it's a weird thing to say. Don't use any of that. We used all of it. Because it's important. So next time you're about to shame someone for drinking milk, think about them. And also this lady. And maybe this little kitten. Don't they matter? If you've been a victim of milk shaming, call the number on your screen. Together we can pour milk shaming down the drain. And it's got milk. This is actually an ad for milk. Bro, it's a joke though. So I'm on oktomilk.com.org. Sorry. Yeah, it's got milk. If you scroll all the way down to this, it's paid for by America's milk companies. Like this is trying to promote milk. It's definitely real, but I think it's tongue in cheek. I really hope it's tongue in cheek. Like this is this is. I mean, like the website is definitely like a little satirical. Like they say, like, "Am I a milk shamer?" As FAQs. No, it's tongue in cheek. I th- yeah, I think but, I hope. <laughs> but like, why did they? Like the underlying message, though, is still like, yeah, people milk. are ridiculous for shaming people that drink milk. Like drink milk yeah yeah so the faq is for listeners it says am i a milk shamer and the answer is well do you troll or ridicule or make fun of or bully people for choosing milk if you answered yes then yes you are a milk shamer it says sus so yeah it's really just... <laughs> like I, like i'm looking at the resources page of oktomilk.com.org um Oh, how to deal with milk shaming. Okay, we should watch this. This is important. Milk shaming is something people face every day because they love milk. So if you encounter a milk shamer, try this. Stop, drop, and roll. If you meet a milk shamer in the grocery store, stop, drop, and roll away from them. But if you meet a milk shamer in your own home, stop, drop, and roll to your happy place. Together, we can put an end to milk shaming. It's pretty clever. I actually really it's, like it. it. It is clever. But at the same time, why are we pushing milk so hard? It right is now? a lot. It is a lot. Should I, I'm going to call. Uh, and I think that's our, our next logical move. Yeah, 188 okay milk. milk. Hello, this is the Queen Latifa. Thank you for calling 1-888-OK-TO-MILK, the milk shaming hotline. To better serve you, press 1 if you have been milk shamed. 
Press two if you are milk shaming someone else. Press three if you want to learn what milk is. Which one? You got to do all three. Let's Start with one. So you have been milk shamed because you chose to drink milk. The first thing you need to know is it is not your fault. Your choice of dairy beverage is not who you are. It is just one tiny part, less than 2% of what makes you, you. Visit ok2milk.org for more resources and help. And if you would like to tell us your story, please hold for the beep. Beep. You are currently number 4,171 in line. Approximate wait time, nine years. When you are ready to record your story, press one and wait 10 seconds for the recording prompt. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, don't okay, do well, that. Oh. We were in we one of them. That's, that is something else. They really just went all out with this. This campaign must have cost them like millions of dollars. Yeah. more. Yeah, just t- like tens of millions probably. They did, they did get Queen yeah. Latifah in this. They, yeah. I mean, they How much do you OK think it would cost to hire Queen Latifah for this? I don't know if she cameo. I, I was guessing like 100K. No, more than that. I, I mean, like Queen Latifah is great, but I don't know if there's a huge demand for Queen Latifah right now. I mean, she's not on cameo, so. <laughs> but good for her. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, though, like some of the top, like most expensive um, people are like, thousands of dollars on cameo that's wild man like that is insane like uh like kevin o'leary from shark tank is 1500 mr wonderful the woe <laughs> crypto peddler yeah he's 1500 dollars um michael beasley is a thousand dollars somehow I don't know. It's bizarre. Clyde Drexler, you can get five dollars. Wild. David Ortiz would be pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. We actually, just got a cameo at work. We got Reggie Jackson to do one for a prospect that we were working. Pretty cool. On. That was pretty sweet. He was in an airplane, so it wasn't the highest quality. He's just on the airplane ripping cameos. Yeah, dude. Time is money. Gotta make, gotta make money on the flight to the next game. Yep. Wait, you know, he hasn't played in like four. Oh, I didn't know it's Reggie Jackson you were talking about. Which which Reggie Jackson are you? Oh, you're Nuggets. talking about the basketball player. Nuggets legend. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Mr. October, Yankees legend Reggie Jackson. Not familiar. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh all right. Well, I think that that wraps up another episode. Uh so thank you for listening. <clears throat> Sorry for missing last week. Hopefully you forgot. But I just reminded you. We'll be back next week. Peace.